now listening to the Black Variant. Black Variant on RNC Radio. That is exactly how issue 188 of the Black Variant is starting today. People, of course, you know you hear me. I am Ex the Exile, and you know I am joined by the God of New York himself, the legendary 1017 Van. Yo, what's happening? What's happening? What's up, y'all? You feel me? And we are here to give you the latest and greatest in comic book news. But of course, before we do that, and as we have already started here in the Black Variant, we are going to bullshit just a bit. Uh, speaking of just bullshit, you want to talk about the All-Star game? Oh, man. What the biggest... Waste of time in the history of man, bro. So was as Jalen Brown, you're on my list. Hey, listen, even before we get to the all-star game, I want to say I you know they, they put in the new LED court, which was a just a giant fucking ad um during all-star Saturday night. But bro, what the fuck were they doing with the court during the skills contest? I, I don't know. Like somebody was on like shrooms or something running that board or something. Like it was some weird shit going it, on. It looked like the shit they were putting on the floor were actively fucking everybody up, yo. Yeah, you know, like bro. like all like I like listen, all great the greatest dribblers on the planet. All the motherfuckers look down at the at the bright neon fucking arrows <laughs> glowing behind beneath them. And was like, yo, am I supposed to follow the arrow? What the fuck, nigga? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's all these basketball guys now with the league not checking for it. All these guys are off one weed. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you already know, man. They would try tripping balls out there. Everybody, is, <laughs> everybody was definitely smacked. Yeah, during, yeah. During, yo, Steph. I, I I thought Steph was a little bit off the sauce. Uh, but yeah, the skills contest was a bit weird. But I gotta say, I enjoyed the three point contest. That shit was fire. Yeah, both three point contests were good. The one with the the NBA players and Steph versus Sabrina was good, man. A hundred percent. Steph versus Sabrina was so cool, and I think it was so fire that she started off and made like what nine out of the first ten shots yeah, she attempted in the three point. Yo, the whole crowd was like, "Oh, she she's dead ass. Like she really do mean <laughs> to try to beat to try to sun this nigga on national television." And they cut to Steph like half a second during the first ten seconds, and he his face was like, "Nigga, are you? Oh, are, is she for real? We oh, really doing this? Tonight. Yeah, yeah." Exactly. She, he was he was like, "She gonna make me earn it, all right, nigga." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the Steph versus Sabrina was great. I hope they do it again. Um, I would love to see them put you know whoever is the next best shooter in the WNBA besides hot shotting Caitlin Clark into that shit. Reggie Miller and Katie Smith, y'all gotta sit the fuck down. You man. know they are though. That's a, that's the thing. You know they're gonna immediately place her in that. But I like to see more WNBA versus NBA competitions in general. I would love to too. I would love to see Kalia Copper in the goddamn skills contest. I would oh, love to cooking us, bro. What? Yo, they will. <laughs> I I'm willing to bet. Like I'm willing to put money on this shit right here and now, bro. Right. Before, before we possibly both hit 30, right, we are going to see an NBA broadcast in which a woman makes some man, some all-star, some, some superstar knees clap on international television oh, and, and niggas are not going to forget it ever. Yeah. 
It's definitely gonna happen, man. These these women are just way too skilled <laughs> to for these niggas to hoot with now. You know what I mean? So I would love to see them in the skills competition. I would love to see more like more inclusive uh WNBA shit in this whole NBA All Star thing. They need it. They need to switch it up. Oh, also, I would like to say just just because I mentioned Kalia Copper, the Chicago Sky traded her like two weeks ago, and I'm still pissed about that shit. I yeah, just want to understand that. I didn't understand that at all. But y- y'all let go of Candace Parker, and then you just let go of Kalia Copper too. Is is that what we doing? Is that what's hot in the streets? Is that is that they franchise? Is that is that what's hot in Wintrust Arena, my nigga? You know what I'm saying? Is is that what we doing out here? All right, man. What the fuck going on, man? Yeah, man. But the actual All Star Game itself. How would you feel about the actual All Star Game itself? Um, I feel like David Aldridge, and you know, David Aldridge is one of the nicest guys in this whole NBA thing. He really loves the game of basketball. So for him to be fed up and talk about, I'm not even gonna watch this shit going forward because this shit is ass. And um, I felt him on that. But the thing is, it's like, how do you fix it? You know, like these guys are way too wealthy. You know, the players have a lot of power, so it's like you can't force these guys up. Oh, it's care. it's it's super simple, honestly. This it it we it's already proven to be make these niggas care. Put some money on it. It's it's very simple. Like I don't know. I don't that, know, man. Because like these guys that are playing are like already the richest guys in the league. It's like, hey, some of them niggas still on rookie contracts. Put some money on it. All right, man. <laughs> put some money up on it. Put, I, I, put, I mean, I think put, so. Put five. Put the same money y'all put up for the in season tournament All Star game. I bet you. I bet you we see Kevin Durant playing defense in the fourth quarter. Also, I think we just need to shame players for for being bitches. I I, I think we gotten away from that. You know what I mean? Like, if you play like a hoe, you should be called out. Like, All right. So, question: Who who are we shaming first? I just I I know you got somebody in mind when you said that shit. Who are we shaming first? Well, I hate that. This is like I'm Wesley Snipes with the gun in my hand, but my boy Anthony Jalen Edwards, Brunson, oh. Anthony Edwards. I seen I seen what you said, my brother. That wasn't cool. <laughs> you gotta go first. That Second. that nigga said, "I I want to restart the high school musical franchise as Tro- Troy Bolton." <laughs> that nigga said, "I'm only playing with my left hand this weekend." Like, brother, stop trolling. Get serious, nigga. <laughs> and also, like, you know, I think this all is a <laughs> where the generation was at with the whole Devin Booker complaining about getting double team thing in the off season. I'm like, oh, these niggas just don't. Care. All right, these so like, hold on, bitch, wait, hold on. So with that, with that, I want to say this: getting double teamed. In a pickup game is crazy. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, but you you don't say like, that on camera, nigga. Hold on, hold on. How many times have you double team a nigga in a pickup game, Van? Come on. Oh, X. I'm I'm Drake. I'm not, Green, I'm not saying that nigga is not soft for saying that shit, but I will say, come on. How many double teams have you seen in a pickup game? Oh, I'm throwing kind all kind of shit in the, in the, in the pickup game. I'm sorry, X. I'm Draymond. I'm not there fighting niggas. <laughs> Yo, you can't, you can't be, nah, you can't be out there leading with the Austin gut kick. Yeah, I'm out there hacking niggas. Like, you out, you out there hitting the setup to the stunner. Yeah, man, I, I'm definitely that guy in pickup. You know, I'm sorry, I would throw some all kind of uh, double team, triple team, bro. You, you that nigga with that Chris Hero rolling elbow, my nigga. Yeah, all kind of shit. JBL close lines, all kind of. You, this is insane, but um, yeah, Devin Booker, fucking bro, you you take double teams for a life, like for like a living, bro. You no, know, as Paul, as crazy as that sound, pause, um, <laughs> bro, come on, like you can't be saying that on wax. But with that being said, I think the way to fix the All Star game is put some money on it for them niggas, because honestly, honestly and truly, what I really noticed in the All Star game, besides you know them niggas not really trying that hard, was. The young niggas ran the old niggas out of the building very fast. 
very, very fast. They said the average age of the motherfucker on the Eastern Conference team this year was like 25. And the, the two oldest niggas was Giannis and Dame, which is crazy. Um, Damn. And the, the average age for the niggas on the Western team was 30. Makes sense. Makes sense. They got a lot of Asian stars out west. You know? A lot, a lot of them. So, with that being said, the young niggas ran the niggas off the floor very fast. They established a, a twenty to thirty point lead, maybe at the end of the first quarter, and that shit never let up. Man, I wish we could have like Tony. Remember when uh, Tony Stark died and they had his AI? I wish we had Kobe AI like that. It just can call niggas bitches. You know I, what I mean? honestly, I don't even think they should have like the AI. I think they should ask Vanessa Bryant for like the rights to Kobe Bryant's voicemails. Because <laughs> I, because like, come on, you know Kobe, you know Kobe, dog. Like you know, you know this nigga probably most definitely left screaming messages in his phone, voice messages or voicemails. Like bitches you know, right now. You don't know no, to not only to niggas like like niggas around the league, but to Vanessa because he had cause that like that's his person. Like you know. He's mad competitive, bro. So like, listen, listen. Everybody knows you rant to your person about anything. From, I think from, competitive niggas not competitive no more, ex. Which is good and bad thing. This is why I'm saying put some money on it, make them niggas competitive. Because the one thing all these young rich niggas love doing that's is gambling. True. Yeah, that's true. Anthony, like, listen, we saw a fucking profile. I think at ESPN like two weeks ago. This nigga literally was like, "Yeah, I play I play blackjack every night." Michael Jordan's dream. Bro, bro, yo, no one, no, the reporter didn't say nothing about it. No context was given. The motherfucker said with a straight face, yeah, I play blackjack every night. Every every chance I get, I play blackjack. That's, That's my main hobby. He really is the child of Jordan, bro. This is crazy. This is this is insane to watch. Um, but yeah, man, NBA. NBA's in a bad place, man. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Fuck Adam Silver. Um, what else has been going on in life besides the All-Star game? Speaking of basketball, though, like, have you seen this airless basketball that's out there? This air? Wait, what? There's a basketball with no air that Wilson has developed. I've seen it on, um, it's a tech nigga. How? Uh, it's some tech nigga. I forgot. He's really popular on YouTube. He was previewing it. Bro, this shit is actually crazy. It's a basketball with no air, and it works like a regular basketball. Half of? Granted, it's expensive as fuck right now. So what's in it? It's, nigga, it's just like a honeycomb-shaped ball, bro. But it performs just like a basketball. It's crazy. But like, what? How? Do, nah, we can't. Nah, we're not doing. I'm this telling right you, now. it's a real thing. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm a bit smacked. I can't. I can't process that shit right now. We gonna move on to something else. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking airless bat, nigga. What the fuck are you? Okay, that's what I'm saying. Technology uh, is crazy, bro. What the fuck else has been going on? Oh. Uh, I think that's it. You know, I has, yeah, I think two mass shootings happened last week, and it's crazy that shit didn't even make like the morning news. And, uh, and, uh, the cheese parade that was fucked up. The cheese parade happened, super fucked up. Um, bro, we're at a point in American society where you can't attend the sports parade while, without it getting shot up. Yeah, we're man. not listen. We're not talking about the Bud Billiken Day parade. All right, we are talking about a major championship sports parade. And niggas couldn't get through it without not niggas, but like Americans could get through it without getting shot out. This shit is yeah. crazy. Yeah, man. Like I think um it's kind of crazy. Like I kind of don't like being in like huge crowds anymore like I used to. Bro. Part of it's just getting older, part of it's just niggas wilding. The only place I feel safe is Yankee Stadium. You know what I mean? Honestly, yo, 100 percent The equivalent of this would be like 
Real Madrid, like the last championship Benzema won before he left, mm-hmm. um, in that UCL. Yo, if Benzema had, if the parade had gotten shot up while they were celebrating a Champions League, or or the La Liga Championship, yo, fucking, they would have pa- passed laws the next day. But you want to know what ha- didn't happen? They didn't get shot up. That's what, that's one thing I will say. Like most European countries, when it comes to shit like that, they do act quickly. You know. Um, even just a knife crime in London, like they passed a lot of laws to stop people from carrying these big ass knives on them and stuff. So, I think walking down the street with a machete is crazy, like no matter the context. But yeah, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> British niggas really be having sword fights, and, and I think that's insane to me, bro. I think it's I think it's wild purely because you know how much dedication you gotta have to carry it to be a samurai. Like I'm watching One Piece right now, and the one thing I always think about was like. These niggas be carrying these katanas everywhere, yo. Yo, man, them Ronins is crazy, bro. <laughs> <Man> dem- <laughs> That's crazy. Roman Ronins? The, the Akazaya 9 from Manchester is insane. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> London Yakuza nigga is crazy. That is, yeah, you wild. Oh. <laughs> Ghost of Tottenham nigga. <laughs> hey, yo, Shinobi from Newcastle. Yeah. Not in him, misguided. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Shout out to the mandem. Shout out to the mandem, bro. Oh, um, it. let's get the dash shots, bro. Um, Kevin Feige, the great Kevin Feige, the most profitable producer on the planet, um, is pondering on whether or not to add Deadpool and Wolverine to Avengers 5, the movie formerly known as the Kang Dynasty. This is via Daniel RPK. Um, Something to add, the original plan was to have them only appear, appear in Avengers Secret Wars. But Kevin Feige's doing some Kevin Feige shit and notices, hey, these niggas love nostalgia. So the plan could possibly change. Then, how are you feeling about it, though? I mean, this makes sense to me. I feel like if you're going to have them in Secret Wars, I think uh, the next movie, and I mean, the next movie would be like the, it's like the setup for it. So, like, why not have them in that, too? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it just makes sense to me. Like, why not? I honestly, I feel like I'm gonna keep it a G with you. They probably don't even know what the fuck's going to happen in Avengers Five at this point. Yeah. Um, I think getting the Secret Wars will be some of the messiest shit we have ever seen in American media. Um, I'm like, I'm talking Star Wars books level, like complicated type shit. Um, but. Listen, we've been hearing reports for weeks, possibly months at this point. Um, that Kevin Feige wants Wolverine, be, Wolverine to be all up in the videos for, for Secret Wars, um, for the movie formerly known as Kang Dynasty. Like, it's only natural he'll be like, Yeah, let's let me add Deadpool too. But right. what we what we know the problem to be though, then is Ryan Reynolds don't really like doing MCU movies, right? Like, I think he just wants to do his own thing with Deadpool. You know, eventually show up in the Avengers movies, but like, I don't know in the team up sense how that how it's gonna work for him personally. Yeah, you know? and like the thing Ryan Reynolds has really enjoyed with the Deadpool movies is basically after the uh, the test footage le- leaked and like the outcome got so strong, Fox was kind of like, "Yo, do whatever the fuck you want. We don't care. Right, like, right. just make the movie good. Like, do give them what they want." Um, and with MCU. Like we told y'all before, every MCU production is a Kevin Feige joint. Right, right. And you have to 
have to interact with all these uh larger heroes. My thing is too is like um how are they gonna be used? Yeah. You can't use the same thing you did in Endgame where they half the team is snapped away and half of them are still around and you know in this movie. So I'll guess it'll be full throttle everybody all together for most I, of the movie. I will hope. I mean, we will say this like Secret Wars is a story where like everybody and their mama was in. Um yeah. and like it's very well possible that basically all the main heroes maybe like give or take 20 of them in the MCU now, right? Probably more at this point. 30. Like not like not kind of the Eternals cuz like the motherfuckers are just <laughs> like strictly neutral, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. violently neutral, you know what I'm saying? Um but like minus the Eternals, you got the you got everybody from the Avengers. Um that's what like 15 people total? 15. Maybe. Not counting yeah, like Wanda and them, and then plus the street level niggas, so Spider Man, Punisher, Daredevil, um, maybe Jessica Jones maybe. and White and oh White Tiger, maybe that's Tiger. That, yeah, that's about twenty niggas right there, right? Fantastic Four, so yeah, Fantastic no, Four, that's around twenty five. Shit. Yeah. Um, about- so everybody and their mama could reasonably be in this movie. Um, it's just the point of like everybody and their mama not getting screen time because you're adding Deadpool and Wolverine. To the movie, yeah, and also um, like niggas you haven't seen in Mad Long are just gonna pop up. Like Shang Chi, I'm sure Shang Chi Two isn't gonna be out before this movie is out. So like we haven't seen this nigga in years. I yeah, I, we're gonna see. We gonna <laughs> see. Um, Nicholas Cage is in talks to return for the live action Spider Man Noir series, and this is via the Ankler. Um. Dan, how are you feeling about the potential of a Spider-Man noir series starring Nicolas Cage? Surprisingly enough, I think it could work. You know, I think they could pull it off. And Sony, depending on how much they really give a fuck about it. I think Nick Cage did a great job voice acting the character. But also, it wasn't like a Spider-Noir only project. You know what I mean? It was sharing Mm. the space with everybody else. But, like, I don't know. I think they could pull it off. I mean, Spider-Man Noir is, you know, has a unique enough style to, you know, get across. I think the way this report is worded, it doesn't necessarily mean Nick Cage will be playing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, just to be a character in it, like, yo, low-key, I'm, I'm going to throw this out there right now. This is some X-booking shit, and I really hope this doesn't happen. But can you imagine Nick Cage as Uncle Ben? I actually can, actually. <laughs> That would be they hilarious. Shot me, they, shot me, they shot me, Peter. <laughs> you gotta be better than me, Peter. Remember, <laughs> when can you can you imagine Nate Cage delivering the line of "With great power comes oh great responsibility." That'd be, so, be so annoying, bro. And that also, would be mean to 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 creation, yo. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I totally forgot this nigga was in the Spider Man movie. Was he in the last Spider Man movie or no? Uh, Into the Spider Verse. Oh, yeah, Spider-Man well, the character the character was in there. So I don't think him. Nick Cage's voice was in there. Oh, okay, because I was about to say he played Spider Man and Superman the same way. <laughs> both both I can't CGI. Be- <laughs> I can't believe that shit happened. Um, <laughs> I was sitting there in the theater like real shit because I know that this was James' decision. Like, damn, you rather pay homage to like a whole like spinoff cameo Nick Cage shit rather than like. I don't know Zack Snyder's Batman or some shit or or, or Henry Cavill Superman yo yeah, like man. shit shit is crazy. Um, but speaking of some more spider shit, 
Silk, the Spire Society, the Silk show that was in development for Amazon via Sony, um, has fired all of its writers. Yes, all of them, except showrunner Angela Kang, and will be refocused for a more male-skewing audience. Then, as a member of the male-skewing audience, how do you feel about this development? First of all, I don't even know what that really means. What are you gonna have her fuck on Spider Man on the roof like the comics? Like, is that gonna happen? Or is he gonna show that? Like, I think it sounds like the threat of Sam Livingston becoming the showrunner for this show. Um, <laughs> that's the only thing I could possibly think of. But like, basically developing this show starring a woman um, through the male gaze, which means hella ass shots. Like, it basically the Josh Whedon special. Um, it's kind of wild, and announcing this shit like this is also kind of wild. I yeah, feel like, especially coming off uh, what they're coming off of with this whole Madden Web shit. We'll talk about, <laughs> sure we'll talk about later. But like, I, I really don't know like what they're doing over there, at Sony. Man. I so I saw an article from I believe Screen Geek, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. um, basically saying that like Madam Web might be so bad that they got damn. Like just stop making Spider-Man spit off of Sony. And listen, as much as I want that to happen, because I think it's so fundamentally stupid to make movies about characters and the central character and like and said person's mythos is just not mentioned at all, yo. Like not even barely alluded to, my nigga. Like I think that shit is so wild. But yeah. Also, I think they have Spider-Man they could make movies with. Like, why not bring back a Toby and Andrew and just let them exists in the Sony Spider-Verse, you know? We did hear the story about uh, Andrew being offered to be back, but uh, I think a year later, we I think we all might be facing out the possibility that motherfucker just said no. Yeah. Um, but it seems like Tobey Maguire is willing, really, like, ready, willing, and able to do that shit. Um, but my thing is also, like, with, with even with as bad as Mobius and... Uh, Madam Web and probably what Craven's probably gonna fucking do too. Um, with all that being said, I forgot about Craven. <laughs> yeah, with all that being said, yo, both the Venom movies made a lot of fucking money. That's like, what I'm saying. I like I, I I really hate to keep bringing this up because both me and Van really don't like those movies. The same way Fifty Cent felt felt about John Rule and the Beef CD. Yeah, <laughs> is the same way me and Van feel about the Venom movies. Which, speaking of Fifty Cent and Ja Rule, y'all should really tap into the latest episode of Shaga Confessions. Not because like we're funny or anything, but this nigga Van gave us the Dr. Dre 2003 on Get Rich or Die Trying treatment for this goddamn episode. Super shout out to Van. This shit is appreciate fire. It, appreciate it. It's quite possible. Like Ryan Leslie, man. You know <laughs> <laughs> it's quite possibly the greatest issue slash episode we've ever done in Black Variant history. So please go tap into it on our Patreon, which you can support starting at just three dollars. Um, but please go tap into that. But yeah, we really don't fucking like the Venom movies, yo. Um, and unfortunately, they're making a third one, and that shit oh, yeah. probably is also going to make a lot of money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like. Because of the 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 mainline Spider Man movies, Venom movies, uh, the Spider Verse movies, they're able to, to fell upwards, you know, with these side projects. Um, so, I guess we'll, more bricks on the way. But I heard they have to be in development of a, a Spider Man side story every few years. So that's probably why we have these things. Just a spot, yo. Listen, I feel like how what 
Fuck, what's the timeline for the Venom movies? I want to Google this real quick. Every few years. I think it's like every two years they work on the Venom movie. Venom came out in 2018. The second one came out in 2021. If it's every few years, right? Like literally every three years, they could just make the Venom movies and be fucking fine. Honestly and truly. If they did if they didn't make the rest of the shit, nobody would care. If they just made the Venom movies as like the spin-off projects, yeah. nobody would care. But the fact they have made a Mobius movie and a Madam Web movie, and damn near in both of the press runs leading up to said movies, the cast was out there like, yo, this shit is not fire, yo. This is this is some <laughs> of the this is some of the worst. The worst goddamn work of my career. I fired my agent after doing this. Like saying this shit on wax in front of people, like that is fucking wild. And also, but, they've been selling people the dream of being in the MCU. So, like, uh, that sucks. I honestly, I think. <laughs> remember how we we said like uh, Kevin, like Marvel really wanted the Venom movies to fail because had they failed. Sony would have just gave back the rights to Spider Man or came begging back for their help, like, please do whatever you want, you know? Yes, I mean? but because both Venom movies made a lot of fucking money, and I do mean a lot of fucking money, um, Sony was like, hey, bro, we got at least two Fire Spider spinoff franchises not starring Peter Parker. We good over here. We're gonna keep going, yeah. Um, but I really think Kevin Feige is so mad that Sony Spider-Man movies are not the fucking like pits. You know what I mean? Like I heard they're having issues too, it just internally on what to do with Spider-Man going forward. Yeah. Um Sony wants Spider-Man 4 to be apparently to be some multiversal Spider-Man movie, basically more of the same shit we saw with uh No Way Home. Mm-hmm. And Marvel allegedly wants them to do the Devil's Reign arc. Um uh, with with the Spider-Man 4 being the big payoff to that arc. Um, or the, the, I guess the climax of, of that event. Um, and yeah, they butt the heads right now. And uh, crazy shit is Kevin Feige is stretched thin, so this might not be a battle he wins, but uh, I hope he honestly, for this one time, I really I hope, hope he does. Yeah, exactly. I hope he wins this one because I'm real. If, if Sony is really the reason we can't get a proper grounded Spider Man story, I will have so much crow to eat, bro. So yeah. much crow to eat. I have slandered this bald bastard in his dad hat going on six years straight. And you mean to tell me I have to apologize to this nigga for not spiking the Spider-Man franchise, but it was Sony the whole time? Shit is crazy. It's crazy, man. And the whole, every, any, every anybody can see that that's where Spider-Man needs to go, you know, especially after, given the last trilogy. Yeah. Um, bro, we just got through a Spider-Man a trilogy. There was three ish or three movies of a fucking origin. Yeah. The nigga became Spider Man at the end of the trilogy. Like, what the fuck, bro? Spider Man went through the same character development that Batman went through in the Batman, yo. Yeah, one movie. And one of them shits was three hours, and somehow it wasn't the longest fucking development arc. Yep. That shit's not. That shit's crazy. Same, brother. It is what it is. All right, next up. Apparently, there is a. First-person shooter Mandalorian bounty hunter game allegedly in the works at Respawn. Respawn, the same people who gave us Jedi Fallen Order um, and uh, Jedi Survivor as well. Then, how are you feeling about this? Um, I think this works as a a, a single-player thing. That might work, you know. What I think they're gonna try to do and what EA's been pushing for with all of the um 
games is going to make this live service, some type of live service. Uh, Outshallah, I hope not. Yeah, I hope not. But we also read that um, EA had the highest quarter ever. Most of that being due to like live service, ultimate team, and all that kind of stuff. So, Madden ultimate team, FIFA ultimate team. So, uh, they're going to be pushing for that going forward. I really hate to contribute to like the problem sometimes. <laughs> but, like, this is why I don't play, I don't play any ultimate teams because I like, at first, I know how it is. How what was the game you, games. the football you recommended to me? The game? Football game? We made. Yeah, the uh, was like pro pro evolution. Oh no. yeah, oh fuck! I was gonna. It's, it's formerly known as pro evolution, but now it's now it's just that. It's just ultimate team. Like uh, it's free to play. Like you can play it for free, but like you have to buy packs and shit like that. It's yeah. I how much? Uh... Yeah. So it's like you, <laughs> you it. not pay EA, you're gonna be paying somebody else. Via you know all that and don't have well, half the license in that. In no I, I mean, I, maybe with like the other one, I won't have to deal with like a thousand special edition Messi's and Ronaldo's <laughs> with all rated exactly. ninety nine and shit. Um, exactly, but like, nah, I think um, I think this is cool, man. I think it's gonna it'll be cool. Respawn done a good job. Um, even though I feel like the second game was kind of like a step back, I still think it was a good game though. You know, so. I thought it was a good game. I just felt like it was more of a lateral move than a mm-hmm. step forward. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, kind of like the transition from homecoming to far from home. <laughs> Pretty much. Exactly, though. <laughs> exactly like that. Um, Next up on the agenda today. Oh, shit. I unplugged my damn headphone. Give me a second. Yeah, yeah. Do your thing. All right. We back. Blade is eyeing a delay till 2026, though. Though, Mahershala Ali is reportedly happy with the development of the script, which is something we haven't heard for the last five years. So, yeah. Van, how are you feeling about this? Um, I'm happy for it, man. Of course, I'm I'm excited to see Mahershala's Blade. Um, I kind of felt like it was always going to get pushed back, you know what I mean, after the last pushback. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they were having script issues and that kind of takes a while. But, um, no, nah, I think this is, this is a good thing. It's showing that they care, you know what I mean? Part of it is they care because they have Mahershala doing it. I think if it wasn't Mahershala as Blade, it would have been scrapped this movie. But yeah, you know, I'm excited for it. Um, I'm really glad Mahershala Ali is happy with like the the direction of the script he's finally going. Honestly, like the way it's worded worded in the report and like the contextual information that like I can at least infer from it is um. They've gone through the script so many fucking times. Kevin Feige just said, fuck it, do what you want. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. And I really hope that's the case because that means we're about to get a banker. Um, but if it's not the case and this is about to go through like two or three more script treatments, yo, I hope Mahershala just like walks away at that point. Yeah. But I hope it doesn't get to that point is the I guess the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Um I really hope Blade releases because I'm gonna be really upset if it doesn't fucking release. Yo, Blade um, meets a lot to us as black people, man. Whether you know niggas want to admit it or not, so whether we needed to do well. Go ahead. No, I definitely we definitely needed to do well, man. Listen, man, Blade is the grandfather of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not not Osiris. even just not even just in oh yo Chronos, nigga. Um, <laughs> Blade is literally the grandfather of all Marvel. It had Blade. Failed, you would have never got Sam Raimi Spider Man, yo. Would have been none of this. None of this shit would have been happening. We would have never got Ben Affleck's Daredevil. (laughs) (laughs) But you also never would have got the MCU. A hundred percent. 
Um, so big shout out to Blade. Um, before we actually move on, I had something I wanted to throw out there, right? I saw a tweet uh, about fan castings, right? And mm-hmm. one of the fan casting had um, Dave Batista as Hugo Strange, which I think would be really fire. I just want to throw that out there real quick. Um, but also, Laz Alonzo, Laz Alonzo, yes, Mother's Milk from the Boys for people who don't, you know, watch Black Cinema, um, as Bane, right? Yeah, I think he's good, man. That would be fire, right? But the point I'm trying to make here is so many people, I saw so many comments saying basically, yo, we need an Afro Latino, we need like a Latino actor for Bane. And everyone's like, yo, he's Cuban, my nigga. Like, you mean Laz Alonzo? Laz, uh, yes, the, a nigga with the last, like, I don't mean to get like, you know, racial on here, but the, a nigga with the name Alonzo, like, the last name Alonzo, yes, that nigga is it's possibly reasonable to suspect that he might be half some Hispanic and or Latino in his blood. The motherfucker's from Cuba. Yes, is he from the the colonizer uh, country or formerly colonizer country? Yes, but that's okay because the niggas are revolutionaries now. All right, Shit, we all are technically. The, you feel me? <laughs> you um, but that's not even the wild part I'm trying to make here, right? Someone made a tweet and they said, and I quote: "Some people have more of a problem with Laz Alonso being fan casted as Bane than the white passing Asian man," and I had to stop for a second, and I want to. And this is this is also the same time I figured out that Asian was basically the same, like I don't know, the Asian way of saying wigger, um, or the Asian equivalent of saying wigger. You know what I mean? The more you know. Yeah, but uh, I thought, and I had to. I even like tweeted the person back to make sure I wasn't crazy to be like, "Yo, like, <laughs> who is the white passing Asian man you're referring to?" Boy, these niggas. And folks said Batista. And I'm sitting there looking, yo, in what planet, on what earth is Dave Batista white passing? Yeah, it, I mean, first of all, isn't he like half Italian or some shit like that? So Bro, he's he... half white. But the thing is, it's like, yo, <laughs> Batista's always just a buff Asian dude to me. You know what I mean? Yo, he's a he's a large brown man. Yo, how could a large brown that's like saying Bobby Lashley is white passing to me? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and even if he was, like, right, niggas playing Hugo Strange, bro. You know, like what's the issue, like, bro? To like to me, that's like saying Roman Reigns is white passing. Yeah, another half Italian. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's links there. <laughs> There's links there. Deeper, darker criminal yeah, links here man. on the Black Variant. Uh, you ready to get into uh, so a little bit of comic news? Yeah, let's do it. Have you seen that Marvel revealed Wolverine's new adamantium armor for the upcoming Sabretooth event? Uh, Sabretooth War event, rather, coming up in the Wolverine series. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, it's actually pretty clean, man. You know, uh, a little too shiny for, for a nigga like me. You know what I'm saying? A little too I, shiny for a nigga like me. Like, so, know. like, I thought it looks a bit gimmicky, right? Like, I feel like if Wolverine had armor, um, it should look more like, like Spider-Man Secret Wars fit. You know what I'm saying? Like, just the black the black with the metal out on the outside instead of the, uh, the cloth or whatever. Like, I... Like, it's just like an armor version of his regular fit. But, like, you know, he got a samurai. He has sam- full samurai armor made of adamantium. This nigga's too cool, man. <laughs> it's my issue with Wolverine. He, he does so many cool things, man. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> the nigga's too cool, man. It's Listen, man. It, I gotta say, I... 
when God, when I was put on this earth and God decided to make me a basic bitch, and I mean that in the way that like I love Batman, I love Spider Man, I love Wolverine. Um, he decided that of the Miami Miami Heat as well. For those of you niggas who I just wanted to you know stir up some PTSD for y'all. Um, he really decided that it would be really easy for me to be a fan of fucking everything, yo. Everything. Right. And I love that for me. I just want to say that to you as someone who loves Superman and Cyclops. I yeah. love that for me. <laughs> yo, think about it like this. I'm this nigga Wolverine, bro. This nigga's a mutant with spikes coming out of his hand who can heal themselves with a samurai who has bitches who was also a super <laughs> He's too cool. Can also speak seven languages. I just want to throw that out there. Like, I hate this nigga, man. Hey, man. um, You want to get this week in comics? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. it. (laughs) (laughs) What what you been tapping into lately? (laughs) Well, uh, of course, I'm here to spread that good Green Lantern gospel. You know what I mean? Uh, Definitely been reading Green Lantern. uh, Still fire. I've been trying to get back into Batman because I, I I fell off the wagon with the mainline Batman books. Um, I've tried my best, you know what I mean. <laughs> I've fallen off the wagon. Um, they're cool. Um, <laughs> you know what it is with the Batman books? It's it's too much table setting for me now. Like, like I get it. Like you gotta build up to the event, build up to where things happen. But I feel like we've been building up Batman comics for like, what, over a year, year and a half at this point? It's like enough, I, nigga. I feel like that's what every Batman book feels like in the moment. Um, honestly, as someone like who was, you know, lived through a couple Batman runs, some great, some not great. Um, what I have found is if you go back and read every Batman run like through as at once, like do a whole reread, Everything makes sense. Mm-hmm. When you're reading this shit week to week, though, and you're getting every small fucking piece, though, yeah. I really just want to send niggas to the Lord. Tom King, I love you. I have reread your that Batman run, and I now respect <laughs> it. But nigga, when I was going through the Nightmare arc week to week, I wanted war. Right. right. Like, like young thug, nigga, pull up, pussy nigga. I wanted <laughs> war, nigga. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel you. I feel you on that, and that's how I feel reading this. It's you know, usually shout out to Young Thug's lawyer, by the way. Absolutely working on it, <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> when they put this case on TV as a movie, or I can't wait. I just want to play Pee Wee Longway in the. Uh, movie. I just want. I just want to. <laughs> I want to ask you a question: Who do you want casted as the white lady who plays Young Thug's lawyer? Oh, definitely like um, Sarah Paulson or something like uh, <laughs> somebody like that. Give me Sydney Sweeney, yo. I need Sydney Sweeney. She's not, she not, cool she not cool enough. She's not cool No, we need somebody who look extremely corny. And as, I want to say Florence Poole, but she's slightly too fine to be too corny. You know what I mean? But Sydney <laughs> Sweeney, you are definitely off, Sydney Sweeney definitely corny enough to pull it off, though. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, man. Shout out to Young Thug. Shout out to uh, his lawyer. Free wide <laughs> Exactly. Um, I will say though, speaking of Batman, the Batman and Robin comic is actually really good. You know, um, my boy Damien's out here handling shit. I and I just love that whole dynamic between the two. I think it's always interesting. Yeah, a lot of uh, push and pull with them niggas. You know, listen, y'all know how we feel about Josh Williamson here on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, Josh Williamson has possibly provided the only reasonable proof 
um, possibly be on a shadow with a doubt, we, uh, shadow of a doubt, before we get to the end of the first arc of, the, of this book. Um, but he is probably possibly the first proof that Bruce Wayne is in fact a good father. Yo, this is this is some of the most earth shattering shit we have ever seen in the Batman lore, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I want to say I've read um, a certain Avengers uh, Twilight coming out, and I want to say it's another great issue. Um, all I can say about it that Tony Stark is being preserved, just his head in the tube, and Captain America's coming to save him. <laughs> That's all I can say about that. <laughs> it sounds silly, but when you see it play out, it's actually pretty cool. They treated him like um Freeze and Batman Beyond. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that's crazy. Uh, but I think that's some very Tony Stark shit. Yeah, um, in, the, in, the, in the latest issue, um. Steve Rogers going to talk to Kamala to try to recruit her because you know Kamala's a grown woman now and he's trying to recruit her you know he's giving her all the hero talking shit and she's essentially like man fuck you niggas you niggas has failed me like I'm not fucking <laughs> with you. all you niggas have disappointed me like every single one of you I'm not fucking with this hero shit and that's pretty much how that goes it's pretty interesting though it's a good read I appreciate Kamala got the uh, like this is the, the, the closest Marvel equivalent to Kingdom Come yeah um and I really feel like Kamala is like giving is giving Batman of the story, like the same way Bruce told Clark to fuck off with a new Justice League nigga. Like, nigga, she giving Shazam. Remember, Shazam was like, "Man, fuck you, niggas. It's my time now, old niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I run this shit." Me, but yeah, by man, myself. Yeah, just me. But nah, <laughs> definitely check once again. Check out Avengers Twilight, man. Probably my favorite comic out. Um, it's been a good year for comics between this Blade, Freelancer War Journal. We are off to a very good year in comics. Yeah, um, on the low. Do you want to know how good this year has been? We have a Spider-Man ongoing that everyone agrees is a fucking banger right now. Yeah. That's yeah. how great the year is going right now, Mike. I really hope this shit continues. Yeah, man. And, and it's been good on the individual tip. You know, usually in comics, we like to uh, <laughs> mark years off with big events and stuff and overarching stories. But I think individually the stories they're telling week by week in these books has been really good so crazy shit like dc just went through an event and it didn't really even feel like it like no, it didn't at all. like can you we like a, we got a batman ongoing right that nigga if you never heard of beast war you would never tell it happened in the batman book because mm-hmm. this thing has been jumping earths and shit but we saw it in the nightwing book like shit is crazy yeah usually like you see one bad family member in an event and you see all the niggas and you, it appears in the Whatever ongoings they do have, because um, Bad Girl still hasn't been renewed, and I'm still mad about that. Um, yeah, it ended really good though. Bad Girl Fifty is an amazing comic. I don't know if you guys ever read that; it's pretty good. But y'all should very much tap into Birds of Prey. Yeah. Um, Birds of Prey is a really fucking good book, yo. Um, it's very diverse, um, but it doesn't like throw it in your face like they don't call it the all new, all different Birds of Prey. They just be like, yeah, nigga, it's a team full of ass kickers, yo. Um, <laughs> It's literally just a team of motherfuckers who like who really just love giving the smoke to people. Like yeah. a team led by Black Canary, and her main like damn near her like damn near the Zoro of the squad is Cassandra Kane, yo, the mm-hmm. baddest nigga on the planet. Kid's an asshole. <laughs> she really she's really the most compassionate ass kicker I've ever seen in any medium, yo. A hundred percent. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, tap into Birds of Prey as well. Um that's all I got though right now. Anything else for you, fam? Um, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. All right, cool. Let's get into James Gunn's world real quick. Um, 
So we got a couple updates this week. Small updates, but you know, they might be you know big in the future. Booster Gold, Lanterns, and Waller are rumored to all be in active development. And mind you, this would support the story we got last week about Booster Gold Project being rumored to be in development and James Gunn being funny about it being, yeah, at least one of these shits is true. What? What? <laughs> that boy James Gunn, man. Um, but also, Nathan Fillion is rumored to be coming back as Guy Gardner in Lanterns, meaning that means he's probably going to live through Superman Legacy, so shout out to you, Van. Um, <laughs> one Lantern. And a report about the Waller show being centered around Amanda Waller and her relationship with her daughter, Leo Adebayo. But more importantly, the synopsis goes on to like say basically like the one person you don't want to cross is the like the most vindictive bureaucrat in America, Amanda Waller. Which means this is this sounds like it's going to be like Daredevil season three. You know what I mean? Like uh, like Kingpin and Daredevil knowing fully well, not even like if any evidence is shown to them at the moment, but fully well that who are they are going to war with. You know what I mean? And it kind of feels like a mother and daughter going to war. Yeah. Uh, I can definitely see that. Um, I think with Wallet, though, I think they've, they have an opportunity to make a good like um, political thriller with Waller. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. You just find out about all the dirt Waller has done, you know, in the, in the DC universe, in this version of the DC universe. It'll be good for table setting for going forward in this. Like, is there going to be a Suicide Squad in this fucking uh, this iteration of the DC universe? Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty sure there is, but like, it'll be good to see like how Waller connects to the heroes in this universe. I I want to see how like Violet Davis interacts with everybody, but more importantly, I really want to hear because I know James Gunn is going to write a war crime line about Amanda Waller, Absolutely. and what I really want to hear is like I really want to hear the joke. I really want to hear the joke this motherfucker <laughs> makes. Like, is the joke gonna be like, "Yo, this motherfucker came over and was like, yo, which war crime did you commit?'" Amanda Waller said, "Yes, nigga." You know what I mean? <laughs> them all. I did them all. Maybe they had to see from Justice League with Batman hands on the towel when she's in the shower. We need to talk. I think that scene in 2024 will elicit a whole different type of response than it would than it did in the year of our Lord 2003. Oh, I think it will have so many bad Batman memes after that in a discourse I really don't want to get into. Oh, but with that being said, I think a booster gold show. I think that sounds kind of like a good idea. Because yeah, uh, honestly, it sounds like that will probably have something to do with Blue Beetle. And you, y'all know, I want more Blue Beetle content. Yo, sidebar, speaking of Booster Gold, yo, once again, you dinosaur niggas need to stop. We don't need Jurassic League and Booster Gold in a comic. I hate you niggas. <laughs> all right, that's all I had to say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's nice to hear something about lanterns because we haven't heard too much about this Shit, show. Yeah. Um, but at least Guy Gardner is going to be in it. I hope he's really not like one of the main ones. Like I, I really hope that we're not living on an Earth where it's like Guy Gardner is the senior and like how Jordan is the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Who's the rookie or some shit? Yeah, um, who the fuck is John Stewart? Like, we don't need Alan Scott. Like, I hate that they always try to include Alan Scott in these Green Lantern things. To where the honest, fuck is Kyle Rayner, nigga? Yeah, where's Kyle? Where's Jessica? You know what I mean? The the longest reigning serving Green Lantern ever. Where the fuck is Kyle Rayner, my guy? You know what would be a good movie in this whole DC thing? Uh, Far Sector. Yo. That would be Yo. a great movie. Or series? Honestly, series. that would be... 
low key, if they develop lanterns with John as the elder and um Joe as like the, the rookie cop learning under his wing, yeah, yo, it's, it's damn near an adaptation of the last Green Lantern run or the current Green Lantern run, right? Yeah, pretty much. Hey, man, we might have. Hey, James, good. I know you're hearing this shit, bro. Book it. <laughs> exactly. Um, are you ready to get into Weapon X Watch this week? Yeah, let's do it, bro. So for Weapon X this week, uh, well, fuck it. We got a trailer for X-Men 97 uh, releasing on oh, March 20th. Yes. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm going to throw some details out there. You know, Professor X is dead. For those of you who are who will not be keeping track with the show, Professor X will be dead, leaving everything in his will and the X-Men to Magneto. We get Mohawk Storm. Um, the show has a like as I think the technical like this, this description of it is 2.5D cell shaded animation style. Um and the shit's rated TV 14. So Van, how are you feeling about all this? Plus what we actually saw in the trailer. Well, first off, I, I can't pass up on this moment X. I'm sorry. I miss my Uncle Charles though. <laughs> That is not a yellow card, but that is a warning. I just want to throw that out there. I'm sorry, it was too good to pass up. But nah, um, the trailer looked all right. Um, I'm excited to see this team back. I think the Gambit Wolverine thing was fucking fire. Why nobody thought to do that before? You know what I mean? That was pretty unique. Um, I thought everyone thought of it and was like, "Yo, that means Wolverine explodes." And like, "Hey, I'm charging the game." It is what it is, nigga. He'll survive, nigga. <laughs> Tough guy. But no, nah, I have a few um, noticeable things. I don't want to say gripes because we haven't seen the series yet. Uh, things I noticed, um, the animation style. Um, hmm. Interesting. Um, it's interesting. I don't, you know, I don't know how it's going to look long form watching it, how it's going to play out, but it looked kind of choppy to me. Uh, I listen as someone who has been consistent about you know subpar animation for billion dollar companies. Uh, how the fuck do you have literally the most profitable franchise ever to exist in Hollywood, and y'all mean to tell me y'all can't do two D animation? Yeah, like I don't get why uh, going so far from that and these you know these animated things. I think it's kind of whack. Can't lie to you. Um. I will say another thing that had me concerned: the voice acting. Um, ooh, it was some doo-doo water in the trailer. Um, everybody sounded weird. Didn't sound like themselves. Not even what I'm used to. Like, I, you know, I, I get that they want to do new iterations of these characters, you know, but like a lot of the characters sounded the same. Like Magneto and Wolverine's voice acting sounded very similar. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much difference between them. So I'm concerned with that going forward because I think that's one of the best things about X-Men on uh, the anime series back in the day. Like, they all had <laughs> unique voice stylings, you know? Uh, but yeah, other than that, it looks all right, you know? <laughs> I think the big reveal that Magneto is the leader at the end was hilarious. Cyclops looked pretty pissed off. I thought that was funny. But, um, I yeah. I feel hot. Oh. <laughs> what you think, bro? I... How can I say all of this without being too much of a dickhead? Um... I always say the thing about 2D animation. Uh, I I am used to Marvel's game, right? And I mean that to say I have seen many a Marvel trailer for many a Marvel project, right? And I know now they put all the good shit in the first trailer. All of it. I do mean all of it. So if this is all the good shit, right, 
Like, this is all the most fire. Like, this is the shit Kevin Foggy was like, nigga, this is going in the trailer. You know what I mean? Um, I am worried about all the in-between shit. And I mean that in the same way that, like, an invincible fight looks good. But what about when Mark randomly walks into the kitchen? Does that shit look smooth? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. This is that's the shit I'm worried about with this show. Yeah, the fight, yeah. like the action actually looked kind of decent, right? In the trailer, right? But what I'm worried about is all the small in-between moments they showed in the trailer, and that shit looked like short bus shorty. Yeah. <laughs> Shabba shorty. Classic. That's classic. Oh, it's right there. That shit looked it looked rough. And I'm really wondering, yo, how how can y'all shout to Santino Morella's daughter? Um, how could y'all possibly, possibly get through this? And you can't make a fucking 2D show. Not even just a 2D show, man. Like what you said with the voices, right? If you're going through the trouble of basically doing your damnness to reunite the whole X-Men animated series cast, everyone who's still alive or willing to still do the work, right? And they all sound like they they talking under at least like at least six inches of water. What's yeah. the point of doing that? Yeah, you shot yourself sound, in the foot. I don't know if it was like a filter, maybe they put on their voices. Or, I don't know. Maybe it's not like the final, maybe they're still like cutting the show. Um, maybe, maybe they're still working on it, possibly, but like, or maybe this trailer was cut a while ago. You never know. But yeah. um, yeah, I'm I'm slightly worried about it. Um, but you know. We gotta watch the shit first, so we're about to see and eventually. But shit, we need to see about is I got a soft cast note, right? Yeah. Um, the original voice actress for Jean Grey, who is voicing Doctor Valerie Cooper, has been described to as quote up to no good. I am reading this as Madeline Pryor, the evil clone of Jean Grey that Cyclops does cheat on her with. Um, then how do you feel about this development? As a, as the resident Cyclops summer house expert here on the Black Variant, <laughs> we'll, we'll push a seat. That's, like a, that's a dub, nigga. That's a dub. <laughs> <laughs> nah, shout out to uh, Cyclops, man. I think it's cool to bring it up, the voice actors from the past and bring them back into the new series. I think that's cool as fuck. Yeah, lot of you. Uh, how do you feel about the potential of us seeing a live action uh, affair in the in the summer's household? Mind you, this show is waiting to TV 14, so this could get a little bit wild. But then, how do you feel about that? Scott Summers, I don't think he has the heart to do that in this animated series. You know what I mean? Uh, it'll be cool to see. It's going to be funny to have to explain that to children. I think that's going to be cool. Uh, but yeah, I think it'll be cool to see. I also well, wonder how, how violent this show going to be. You know, the first, the, the original show was a little more violent than you would think, you know? My, it was, my, son, my morph gets killed in the first episode. Shit is hilarious. Gets gets wiped crazy. Oh, yeah. also, morph is going to be confirmed as non-binary in this show, which I think is really cool. It's really fucking cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, also, he's they're they're also a side character, yo. So like, it doesn't really fucking matter. That's um, works. <laughs> uh, but in the first show, like the same way, like the Spider-Man ninety series fundamentally struggled with showing any forms of violence. Um. But somehow the Batman the animated series got around that shit. X-Men animated series also got around that shit. Um and listen, Kevin Feige is not known for showing uh a whole lot of violence. Um so hopefully, you know, shit gets better. Yeah, hopefully it all works out, man. I'm excited for the show though. 
Yeah, 100%. I do want to see this shit. Also, one more uh, cast note. Theo James, which I I think he was like in Divergent or some shit. I don't know. Uh, is set to voice a character in this that has not been revealed. And the showrunner, uh, Bo DeMaio, said that it is, it is a fan favorite character, I think, and it will surprise people. I see a lot of people speculating Quicksilver. I can see that, too. I can definitely see that happening. Uh, especially fan favorite Quicksilver or like Havoc, maybe. Havoc would be hard. Havoc. Um, and I think that Havoc would be a character that was already in the show. So maybe this is someone who hasn't been in this show. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But, but also, I haven't seen all of X Men animated series, so I don't know if Quicksilver's in that shit or not. So you know, possibly. Um, are you ready to get into our Jits Without Fear segment for the day? Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, in case y'all did not hear. The Punisher has been spotted on set with eyewitnesses confirming that John Bernthal himself was seen filming in the infamous trench coat and G-Unit customized bulletproof vest. <laughs> um, also, he was seen possibly executing, shooting, or at least just shooting the fair one with White Tiger in these scenes. Van, how are you feeling about this development? Um. First of all, I'm happy that my son Bernthal is back in this. Like every time I just hear about him being on set, I get excited, man. Because for a long time, we thought the nigga wasn't gonna be back. And we used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. <laughs> you feel me? But um, I think it's cool, man. I seen some people complaining about like um his fit, talking about oh the Punisher costume won't work in the modern age. I'm like, fuck you. That costume is still cool. <laughs> it's very simple, bro. All black with the logo, man. Like, come on, man. Bro, all, you know, folks doesn't even have to wear the trench coat. All he has to do is wear a bulletproof vest with a skull on it. Like, yeah, black tee, cargo, Roman Reigns pants, Nike boots, <laughs> Punisher. I, but, uh, I really hope there's an earth where the Punisher dresses like uh, rappers in 0, like 04. Like, I'm just mad baggy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, throwback jersey on the Punisher is crazy. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I think, I think. I think it's cool, man. Uh, I heard he has a, is a major part into the season, the show, um, Punisher has. So we'll see, man. I'm excited going forward. Uh, hope there's a lot more interaction with him and Charlie Cox. Those guys in season two of Daredevil at the beginning, oh, man, it gets no better. They were no better. acting. Yeah. Um, a rooftop scene? Woo! I I really hope Punisher's in this. I saw the uh, report that he him and Karen Page are at very least the last two episodes of the season, which they are currently filming, allegedly. Um, I hope that's true. I really hope that's true. Um, but also, I want to see what the fuck are the rest of the... Who's in the rest of the season? Uh, because yeah. if Karen Page, Punisher, and possibly Bullseye are all in the last two episodes of the season, how much is Muse going to be terrorizing this man? Yeah. How much is Kingpin going to be terrorizing this man? Right, right. How many ops does he have? Bullseyes out there. You know what I mean? Like you got you mean to you mean to tell me you gotta deal with bullseye, kingpin, and muse all at the same time. White tiger. White white yo and white tigers floating around. Yo, that's a that's a lot. Yeah, man. I hope they that's bring a, back Electra, man. I hope they bring back Electra, but also that means I hope that means we get real violence in this show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, once again, once again. Daredevil was like a walking Agni Kai, and I need that shit. <laughs> no, for real, though. Oh, a walking Kumite, if you will. Absolutely. Um, let's get into a little bit of Marvel film news before we get into our main event of the week, our fantastic main event, it might I add. Um, Spider-Man 4 is currently being written right now with the current plan to release it before Avengers, the movie formerly known as Kang Dynasty, Avengers 5. 
I don't see that happening, boss. I <laughs> um listen, we've heard reports about them wanting to release an X-Men movie also before uh either Kang Dynasty or Secret Wars. I don't know how the fuck you get in a Spider-Man movie and an X-Men movie off the ground at the same damn time. It's not um, happening, bro. And a Fantastic Four movie all the at the same time. It's not happening, boss. For context, that's like bad. That's like DC developing a Superman, Batman, and Wonder Wonder Woman movie at the same time. For context, James Gunn announced two of the three of that shit. Notice there's not a third one. Yeah, that's it, man. And along with the series that they're doing, along with these other movies they're trying to get off the ground. I mean, I guess it could be done because it's being done separately with Sony. You know what I mean? I guess you could you could do it. But like yeah. I don't know if it works into the whole timeline of things. Um, and if if they're still having a lot of creative differences and shit, yeah, continuity can, wise, but might not fucking work either. I can also push it back too. Like, um, let's say they they do get to include Andrew and um Toby. Do you bring them in for Secret Wars as well? You know how that how does that filming work? Can you imagine them bringing in the three Spider Men for the end of Devil's Reign? That'd be cool. That'd be cool. It might I be a little that, much. I think that like, would be some elite cool. shoehorning, but people would eat that shit up. <laughs> Niggas is gonna pop regardless. I think for those three, um, I don't think we need a whole movie of those three. I think the way they used it was kind of perfect. Where they just come in in the third act, you know. Um, but I definitely think those guys are gonna be in Secret Wars at least one. I of think them. I think it would at least be funny to see the three Spider Man jump Kingpin plus Daredevil tagging him. Like I think that would, that would actually be comedy. Like I'm not bullshit. I think like that would be some of the greatest art ever created by the human race ever, yo. It just made um, me think about that page of uh, Titans when they was beating up on Flash, Kid Flash, <laughs> just <laughs> jumping his ass, jumping him, bro. <laughs> Someone went for the knees and everybody just yeah. tacked it. <laughs> oh. Let's move on to Battle World Sportsbook this week. Uh, with the update being here is a Midnight Suns movie is reportedly in the works at Marvel um, with Michael Giacchino, um, the same man who put together the Batman soundtrack and score, um, being eyed to direct, also did Werewolf by Night, which I've heard from regular people and people who really do like follow this shit on Twitter. Um, is very good. Yes, I've heard nothing but good things about Werewolf by Night. Um so, a Midnight Suns movie starring, you know, Blade, Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider. Um, how do you feel about that, man? And maybe who would you want to see on the roster? Brother, I would cry tears of joy if this, if this ever happens. Um, yeah, I think I think they're going to do... I think this could be your Doctor Strange 3. I just, just make it a Midnight Suns movie. Because you kind of like... fire. You have all the pieces, pretty much. Um I would say introduce. I think you would need for my my roster for this would be uh, Johnny Blaze, uh-huh. a Ghost Rider. It would be Moon Knight. It'd be Blade. It'd be Son of Satan. Um, Damon Hellstorm is that his name? Yeah, Hellstorm, Son of Satan, and hmm, Magic from the X Men. That would be my dream. Uh, Midnight Suns. That's, That's a hard light up. Uh, you know, roster. But um, no, I think you should do this definitely. I think you can definitely. That team should have been done. Like back in the day when it was pitched that they wanted to do this team, and Marvel said no, which is insane to me. 
is crazy because I think you need a mystical team. You know, you have your street level team now. You still have the Avengers, but like a team that handles like mystical threats, especially now that you have vampires and werewolves and gods and all this kind of weird shit in the MCU. Why not? For, first of all, Midnight Suns is such a hard name. I just want to oh, throw that bro. out there, a hundred percent. And secondly, like this is this could functionally be your Justice League Dark. Yeah. And we've oh, and we've seen over the last maybe 10, 15 years now. Justly Dark has been a consistently popular comic, but DC fucking put that shit out. Absolutely. And the thing with this is, like, you have more heavy hitters than Justice League Dark. You know what I mean? I love Zantana and Constantine and um, Detective Chimp and all those guys. Cool. They're cool. But, like, they ain't Blade. You know what I'm saying? They aren't Doctor Strange. They are, Yo, you know, Ghost Rider. If they really want to get funky with this team and throw in like all the mystical niggas, imagine Storm leading an iteration of this team, yo. I can see it. She could be like almost like how Wonder Woman was in the uh, Witching Hours. A hundred percent. Yeah, they call her the uh, Weather Witch, so it will work. Um, and she once she flexed on Thor. I was like, nigga, I really do this. Yeah, I you does know? this. You feel me? I don't fuck fuck your king shit, nigga. Um, but Mid- I think Midnight Suns will be a super cool movie. Um, if if they actually let my man's cook, Mike, um, I think it will be really good. I just also really hope Sa- Sasha Baron Cohen too coming as Mephisto. I forgot about that. Is yeah, that, that movie will be very, very hard. Make that shit. Um, Bob Iger, we know where you at. You know what I'm saying? Um, Ron Perlman already put out the call for you, dog. So make this shit happen. I'm just saying it right now. Yeah. Um, are you ready to get a fantastic watch this week, Brother Van? Yeah, yeah, let's do it, man. So, was it even a full 12 hours after we recorded, my nigga? Oh, it wasn't even a full, it wasn't even a full half a day had passed. Yeah, yeah. I think they scheduled the tweet for like eight o'clock the next morning. Matter of fact, I woke up to it from the white home girl. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the cast of the Fantastic Four was officially revealed last Wednesday. Um, after the confirmation of Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal being Mr. Fantastic um, on folks' Instagram story. I think it's hilarious. Matt Shackman's Instagram story. But we confirmed that Pedro Pascal is Mr. Fantastic along with Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm, Joseph Quinn as Johnny Storm, that's Eddie from Stranger Things for those of you out there, and cousin Ebon Moss Bachrock as The Thing. Um, and a lot of the other details that have been inferred from the artwork put out um, to me, to you know, the resident combat expert here on the Black Variant and the resident Fantastic Four expert here on the Black Variant, um, Evan, it's giving Fantastic Four life story, right? Just art style wise, yeah, because it looked like we're going, it's like that 60s, you know, American bandstand type art, you know. Now, I'm only throwing this out there because uh, someone like the 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 book the thing was holding up. Uh, was the cover of Time magazine in 1963. So they're trying to say we might possibly be in 1963. I can see that. But, like, how do you bring them into the modern age? Like, how do you, you know? Oh, brother, you're just going to see Sue Storm handing a, a, a cop a, a Pepsi beverage in the, in the year roller in 1960. <laughs> you know, when they had a Macho MLK life story, I'm like, all right, niggas, y'all gone too far. I just want to throw out there, 1963 is the year of the Corvette, the Chevy Impala, and the March on Washington. Oh, um, so I am willing to bet we see Sue Storm in a civil rights protest. I would jump out the window like Marvel. You've gone too far. You've gone too far. But no, I I think I I would be honest with you. I think if they do some type of life story 
into the modern age would be cool. Like maybe not go as far back as 1960. Maybe you start them off in the 2000s, whatever, and you bring them into like the current timeline. You know, uh-huh. I think that would be cool because a lot, a lot of things will happen in between. Then you already can establish Doom. Why they hate this nigga? Why he hates them? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you can do a, a bunch of things. Power yeah. of pussy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you can explain why they haven't been around because I think not the most recent run, but I think the run before when they came back in 2018, I think when um uh, because you know they didn't couldn't find Reed, they couldn't find Sue, they was in space missing. So that they could were, be a, were they in space they, or were they uh was it post secret wars? I think it was post secret wars, post secret wars. So they couldn't they people didn't know where they was Johnny and thing kind of giving up the whole superhero thing, but then they came back to Earth. You know, and that started. Oh, Fantastic Four, nigga, we're back. You know, mm-hmm. that'd be cool. That'd be a cool landing point for them. I think that would be really cool. I think that will also. I think that would be an interesting way to do it. Just have them just jump forward in time. Um, but like, it's weird to say this. Like, I want to make sure like all of them like are in their prime when they jump forward in time. You know what I mean? Um, so. I don't know how like logistically that would work, but I would love. I, I just I just don't want to see like Pedro Pascal with the full gray talking to Captain America, also with the full gray. You know what I mean? I think that show would just be super whack. Um, yeah. So make sure they're still in their primes. Um, but also for villain talk, um, Galactus is reportedly set to be the main villain of this. Um, but more importantly, Javier Bardem is currently the top choice for Galactus via the Insider. Um, Marvel was also looking for someone to play the Silver Surfer, and that's confirmed by Variety as well. Uh, that how do you feel about um Javier Bardem playing Galactus? That nigga's intimidating, man. So, like, everybody's seen no country for old man, they know how intimidating this nigga is in his face. Um, but uh, no, nah, I think he'd be perfect as Galactus, man. All right, so like, as a deep cut Twitter reference, right? And I'm sorry for the people I'm gonna have to explain this to, <laughs> but do you remember Flo's tweets about? Javier Barden being Joker. Yes. Can you yes. imagine the same shit to Mr. Fantastic? Read Nigga. with all read with all your gadgets. <laughs> they put the makeup on his face with no country <laughs> old man. That shit was crazy. With the grin, nigga. Yeah. Can we get a Photoshop of the, the big ass Galactus helmet? <laughs> with the, please. With please. the scene from No Country from Old Man. Please, yes. Um, Joe, if you listen to this, do that shit for me, please. Oh, but also one other thing. Superman Legacy and Fantastic Four and the Fantastic Four rather will now release in the same month. Um, with Superman Legacy releasing on July 11, 2025, and Fantastic Four coming out July 25th, 2025. Um, man, how do you feel about this? Um, I don't think it's gonna happen. I think, um, either Superman comes forward two weeks. Or Fantastic Four falls back into that July 4th kind of spot, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see them dropping in the same month. It'd be stupid on both sides, especially when both sides kind of need a home run movie at that point, you know? I'm Absolutely. Sure, I'm sure Marvel will be coming off a billion-dollar movie in Deadpool or whatever, and I'll do what it do. But, like, they're going to need to hit a home run with Fantastic Four. So I don't think they want anything to step on that. So if I was them, I would push it back to that July 4th weekend thing where people roll off so they can watch it that way. Um, I'll say this uh, for a uh, slight X booking, but remember when Kevin Feige said he still has a good business relationship and cordial relationship with James Gunn? Mm-hmm. 
I think scheduling Fantastic Four right two weeks after this nigga's like landmark DC movie is the soft confirmation that shit is not true. Um, <laughs> I think either someone's going to come off their date or we're going to have a good old fashioned slobber knocker. Um, I 50 cent. <laughs> oh, that was one sided. Um, nah, we going it's going to be like Spider Verse flash levels of slobber knocker. Oh, wow. Um, and I don't. It's a 50-50 toss of who or who uh cannibalizes who. I think they I think I really just think they would step on each other's toes more than it'd be two niggas trying to swing at each other and they both knock each other out if the kind of situation, you know? Cause like it just doesn't need to happen. It doesn't need to happen, but think of it like this, right? If Superman comes out July eleventh and Fantastic Four comes out the twenty fifth, two weeks after, right? That gives Superman two weeks to establish niggas want to see it at the box office. Mm-hmm. Right? And like the Batman, the Batman had two weeks to establish that shit, and no, and no movie broke the Batman's momentum for like three months. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Doctor Strange didn't even break that shit. Yeah. Um. And also, I think, um, I think honestly, it would hurt more just in the marketing, you know, wise. I think they'll be sharing a lot of like, um, where the talk show space, you know, commercial during basketball game space, you know, shit like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. We'll I, see. I honestly think it's more likely that Fantastic Four comes off that date before Superman does. Yeah. Um, because who the fuck wants to compete with the first Superman movie in a decade? Yeah. I, I honestly, it just would be smart. It makes more sense for them to drop July Fourth anyway. They probably make more money that way, but that's just me. Yeah. Um. Also, Thunderbolts was moved from was moved to May second, twenty twenty five. Um. Uh, it previously had Fantastic Four date, uh, which was July twenty fifth, twenty twenty five. Um. But that was our main event for the week, yo. Oh wow! Man. Can't wait, man. Are you ready for the soapbox, my brother? Yeah, soapbox, soapbox this week. Soapbox this week is. <laughs> I guess we're all gonna be watching uh, Aquaman as a family. Uh, uh, <laughs> tweet me your thoughts, opinions, ideas, you know, on it. Um, and yo, watch the Vince Staples show, man. I heard it's really good. I haven't got a chance to tap in myself, but I plan on doing that this week sometime. And yeah, man, that's pretty much it. Actually, I think you want to leave. I want to give a shout out to Quanflix, um, because yeah. that is the reason I've seen the Vince Davis show this week. It's a banger. It's oh, it's yeah. it's legitimately funny, yo. There's an episode where the nigga gets uh, co opted into a bank robber because he because he knows the nigga. Oh, um, man, that's tough. <laughs> that shit. Is, it was objectively hilarious, yo. Like this shit is very funny. Um, I hope everybody watches it. Um, apparently, he consulted. Um, Quinta Brunson, Kenya Barris is the uh, executive producer on the show, but also he consulted Donald Glover, which I don't like, but the nigga makes good TV allegedly. Um, but the it looks like he he went he did his fucking homework on this show, man. It wasn't just out here like doing the rapper gimmick on the show. You feel me? Yeah. Um, like this wasn't a uh, Mac Miller's reality show on MTV too. Oh um, uh, yeah. Shout to Mac Miller, R and P. But uh, yeah, tap into the Vince Staples show. First chance you get. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for y'all, man. Yeah, pretty much it. Um, also, make sure, like I said before, to tap in to this latest episode A Shocking Confession Season 2. Um, the 50 Cent episode with Mark and Tyrell. Um, once again, Van, thank you so much for doing the doing the homework to dig up those clips <laughs> to <laughs> include the show. Um, and I'm so sorry for all the Ja Rule fans that had to hear about him getting called a bitch-ass nigga at Summer Jam or Summer Slam. No, Summer Jam. I was right. <sighs> the weed is wedding. Um, let's get out of here for the week. 
Uh, make sure to tap into the lookout. Make sure to tap, in, tap into Subslide, Dubslide. Tap into the A Show as Justin is still doing a victory lap over this Cody shit. Um, tap into the War Report. Tap into the Rewriters Room. Tap into the Black Print. Tap into everything and more, especially on our Patreon as well, because we do have additional content coming for y'all later this year. But make sure to follow us at Black Brand RNC. Race, subscribe to all the podcast feeds. Uh, support our Patreon. Anything to leave for the people before we got here, Van? Uh, no, we appreciate y'all, man. Uh, don't don't be at like the NBA players the All Star game. Don't be like that. That's your job, nigga. Uh, you know, I, you never don't mind. Be like that. That's your job. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. We out. Peace.